Uh, hey everybody, just uh, a quick quick update on the Patreon. We got a lot of stuff going on up there. You can check out some free stuff. We have a, a story about how my daughter Olivia and I found a bat in the house. It flew by while we were eating, which was pretty, pretty cool and uh, terrifying. Our first episode, our first full bonus episode is coming at you next week. So you can check that out. Again, a lot of free stuff. And we're also working on a Sci Learned It that will be coming out. And you can check all of that out at patreon.com slash MOS podcast. There's another really fun thing that's going to be up there this week. Hey, Bales is going to put up. We have a, a listener on the show named Matthew Faka, I'm going to say. F-A-C-C-A. It's a real Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro situation. Matthew Faka. He's a... S- I think that's how you say it because baca caca is cow shit in Spanish and it's spelled the same. I love it. The... Yeah. He is a sound engineer, and he clipped what feels like every time I said come around downtown now in a oh, row yeah, and brother. put it on one audio track. And then, and it almost feels like bullying, but it's very, very funny. He found all the times I said I was a big blankety blank guy. So there's some real heavy duty, <laughs> fun sciisms made by Matthew oh, Faka. Shout out been, to Matthew, you big nerd. I love it. You guys are going to love it. Patreon slash MOS podcast. Bonus stuff coming. Enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thanks for coming back and joining us. Across from me, via the World Wide Web, is, as always, is Cy Amundsen. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. You gotta give me loving, no. and you gotta give me some. Uh-uh. <laughs> I heard that song. <laughs> I stopped to get some stuff at the grocery store right before uh, our show. And I heard that song, and I I remember loving that song as a kid because it played at sporting events. It's a wildly yeah. sexual song. Of course it is. He's, it's it's not come with an O. And then the first, I never I didn't remember any of the lyrics where he comes and he's like, I'm the master in the bedroom. And then it's come, it's it's outright, but it's such a good song. Even the beginning, it's, I love it all. The point is... Hello, Chad. Listen, Hi. I've got my pipes going a little bit today because uh, I'm at the Limestone Comedy Festival. And I'm going to tell you some things about this festival. It is, first of all, outrageous. It's done so well. Mm-hmm. They have, you can buy a, a weekend pass and go to all the shows, or you can buy tickets for individual shows. I came in early because I don't often get to watch stand up comedy unless it's the people I'm working with, which I also appreciate that. But this is like a cornucopia of stand-up comedians. Great word. And I got to see James Adomian on Thursday night. Oh, man. And son of a bitch is that dude funny. He's the makes you jealous funny. You know, when you watch, because what he does is so unaccomplishable by any of the rest of us. You know, we feel that way about Bamford, Huntsberger, and other, he just... It's just so different and so amazing. It's, I'm very well, jealous. I'm tell you, of I don't him. care for him. I don't care for him, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, well, let's do it. Because he makes comedy look so easy. Yes. That plebeians in the audience think that they can do comedy after they watch him. 
because he's so good at it, and they he makes it look effortless. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. There were times where it is not often where I laugh my way into clapping because I don't know what else to do with my hands because <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna they're gonna just start shaking. Sure, it was great. It was so goddamn funny. There are so many funny people here. I mean, Ashley Gavin is here. Uh, Got to see her in Key West one time. She stopped in and did uh, that thing. And then um, Caitlin Palufo, Irene Tu, Emil Joachim, Emma Willman. There's just, and it is, these are just the headliners of the festival. Sure. So there are 40 other incredible people. Guess who I met? Maybe you know this guy, Ben Katzner. You know him? I'm a big Ben Katzner guy. Ben Katzner, originally from our town, now in New York. Funny, very, very, very yeah. funny. I had no idea. He drops this on me yesterday. He goes, yeah, I know where Fergus Falls is. I'm from Albany, Minnesota. I was like, what? Yep. I stop in Albany. That's my main stop for cookies on the way from the airport to my house because I have a holiday gas station. Great. That's like a truck. It's borderline truck stoppy, isn't it? Is out? Yep. No, the one across the road is a truck stop. That's not important. There, I looked, I looked at the list because I were friends with a lot of the people on Facebook. It's great headliners. It's 39 unbelievable features or, 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 you know, extra. I don't know what the term they use for. And then Andrew Rudick is there, who's a fucking nightmare. But it's, other than that, I mean, this is. <laughs> Dude, I saw him the first night and he murdered a pretty small crowd. It was this thing. Was his jokes weren't not working, seen... so he went into the crowd and started stabbing people. No, no, no. He cr he crushed. So I'm going to tell you something. I have only seen one person not have a good set, and I've watched a lot of sets, and only one person of all these people have not have a good set, and it was me second show last night. Sure, sure. And so then I go and I do this karaoke, and I sign up for a whole new world uh, from the from the motion picture Aladdin. Great choice. And then I get uh, the owner of Mother Bear's Pizza here in Bloomington, Indiana, signs up with me. His name's Mark. And we have one of the greatest times. At one point, we just switch parts because we can't follow it on the screen, which is like going from the blue words to the pink words and the pink words to the blue words. There's nothing more Bloomington ever than doing that. So this is like it's been such a great experience. And uh, I've had a ton of fun, and I'm looking forward to just not having a set tonight so I can go and relax. Also, um, there's a gentleman named Jordan here, and uh, he's fantastic. I've worked with him before, and he was uh, bartending last night, and he uh, also a stand-up comedian. And he has one of the greatest jokes. He, his, <laughs> the joke that I remember the most is this. Uh, my buddies call my car the pussy wagon. It's not because I get a lot of women. That's just where I go to cry. <laughs> I have been laughing nonstop at these live shows, but then plus just remembering other people's great jokes. Um, I've had so much fun. I remember doing it and just the, all the venues are within walkable distance. So you can do your set and then yep. you, can, you can literally, as a comedian being there, you can in one time slot walk back and forth between three different shows. You can, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's really, really incredible. And the, the Jared obviously does an incredible job. Madalano Martin, obviously, yeah. you know, it's really, really great. I really liked it. I, I'm jealous that you're there uh, with the exception of Andrew Rudick and that whole interaction. And that, the fact that you had to come on our show and lie, that's outrageous. Uh, but 
I also I get it. I love that we talked yesterday about when we were going to record today, and I was like, you know, I'll be ready to go because you're going to be hungover, and you you didn't like rebuke me harshly, but it was a no, 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 not that. No, I get on stage at eleven. Never would I. And then all it took was one microphone in a bar, and here you are, hungover, telling me about Aladdin. Hold on. It took two microphones because it was a duet. Sure. <laughs> and it was so fun, and I didn't know how it was going to go, so I had myself a little vodka. And then I introduced Ben. Ben Katzner drinks tequila. So I introduced him to this uh, Classe Azul tequila. It looks like some sort of weird flower vase, the bottle. Uh, and it's so good. And then he bought me one of those, and then I thought, well... It's silly just to have two drinks when I could order pizza when I get back to soak up all the booze. So, and I just had uh, several more. <laughs> when I was there, I went to the like the after party on the last night, and there was an uh, it, there was an alley behind the bar, and I can't remember what it was called, but there was an alley behind the bar, and it had a, there was like a shitty mattress on the ground. And okay. all the comedians are out there hanging out. I got to do it. Ahmed Barucha was one of the headliners that okay. year, and he's, yeah. I love him with all my heart. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm saying goodbye to him. I'm giving hugs. I'm getting out of there. And everybody's, like, out on the deck and kind of in the street. And then in the alley. Then there's just two people, like, railing each other, just going at it on this dirty mattress in the alley. Sure. And I don't think they were festival-associated. And so <laughs> I've got a first ballot Hall of Fame picture of me kneeling on a mattress, giving a thumbs up while two people are just tearing into each other sexually on a mattress. And oh, I'm going to need I'm going to need that passed over to me. Just I need to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do. I mean, they are their clothes on. But if you knew his zipper was open and her zipper was open, that wouldn't shock you in the least. Oh, the jaws of life. Hey, They're gonna man. have sex through the jaws of life. I hey hate man, that. if you're if you're willing to get it in an alley behind a bar in Bloomington, I don't think a few little metal teeth scare you. I also think where the lady part is is below where the zipper stops. It doesn't matter, but listen, come baby, I'm come baby, baby, picture. come, come. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> the we had Jenna's parents came here last weekend, and that's. That's the real perk of being down here is we're close. We're finally kind of close to her family and friends. Sure. Yep. So yep. They, they came over for the weekend, and I need to tell you three things. The only three things okay. that are really important. One, our dog, Kevin the dog, and their dog, Are you talking about fring from fring from Kevin the dog? Yes, I am. Our dog, Kevin Costner, the dog, and their dog, Milo, they're brothers. They were born in the same litter. But Oh, is that how brothers work? Okay, thank you. And so, <laughs> but they hadn't seen each other since because anytime we've seen each other, it's been without, we haven't traveled with dogs either side, her, her sure. family or us. And so this was the first weekend in our new house that the dogs were going to meet. And Jenna has been ready for this moment uh, for years. She talks okay. ab 
she talks about it like what do you think they're going to do do you think they'll recognize each other do you think they they'll they'll be so happy like she talks she talks about these dogs we talk more about them meeting than we do my nephews and nieces it is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous and they get here and so what's going to happen what's well I'm going to tell you what's going to happen they are going to try to competitively fuck one another for 48 straight hours yeah it's a dominance yep. thing, I'm pretty certain, because they're your brothers and they're the same. They're the same brother. They're the same gender, so they can't. They can't really know what they're doing. Come on now, so come around downtown now. But they, it was nonstop from the moment they like saw each other's eyes, and then I think they were like, "Do I know you? Oh, I know you. I mean, I, I'm I'm the fucker, and you're the under." Like, and they they would just wrestle, yeah. and it would just, oh now Milo's humping Kevin. Now have, Kevin's humping Milo, and it was. It was pretty full-blown hump city for the entirety of their their time together. Yeah, and I think that's the poodle in them. You know that I think that the French are dirty people. Yes. And they train their dogs to do nothing but fuck one another. And I, yes. it's, it's I don't brutal. care if I mean, he's your uh, brother. Was, Is that French? I, I do not care if he's your yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Put your poodle penis in him. No, none, none of these are good. I don't do French well. <laughs> I um I had the Wiener High Five twins at the house and they were like, Hey Unc, Poe is twerking <laughs> and I was like I looked over and he was just fucking a pillow. So it's it's the half poodle in him that really gets him going too, but Number two, Dave, you can walk off our deck, walk onto our pontoon, and you can fish right off that pontoon and you can catch stuff. And so sure. Dave is fishing and Dave had a successful weekend fishing. And I know that because at one point in passing, he just walked by me and he goes, I'm like fucking Babe Winkleman out there. And <laughs> that was a fun moment for me. But probably the only thing you really need to know is there was a smell in my kitchen. Okay. And I thought it was a mouse that had died in the walls. Do you recognize that? Yeah, I know exactly what that smell is. And it's not a great smell because you don't know how to deal with it. You're like, oh, I'm going to have to live with this smell for 53 days of decomposition. Yeah, it's, it's rotten, it's awful, but you accept it and you let it be there. And then you just forget that your drywall is a mouse graveyard. Yeah, exactly. So I, that's what I thought it was. And it had been there for a day or two before Jenna's parents get there. And Jenna and her dad notice it's coming out of the vents, kind of. And they are worried it's gas. And so oh. when they tell me that, now I am certain it's gas. Yeah, that seems like your MO. Yeah. When you get latched on to something, it's, uh, you, you truly believe it with your whole heart. It's gas. And if we don't make a fast decision, it'll be the end of all of us. Me, Milo, Kevin, their sex life, Babe Winkleman, we're all donezo. We have to, yep. we have to address this immediately. Gas leaks are no laughing matter. So I call the gas company about 830 at night. They're like, hey, we're going to send somebody. And I'm like, that sounds great. And so somebody gets this at 9 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Guy is very nice. He checks everything. It is not gas. We are safe. He and then he hmm. checks. He is thorough. He checks everything. I'm kind of following him around while he checks stuff because, you know, I, want, I need to got to get these psi eyes on it, make sure that I also agree. I don't think it's that. 
you know, with my <laughs> zero knowledge of how gas works. And plus, you would hate you would hate for him to get any mold on his clothes and then come back and sue you guys. So I am following this guy around, and he leaves, and that's when I notice something. So we're recording right now. You can see me. I'm in my workspace. Yeah. And I have some stuff in front of me. There's a cup full of, you know, a, a shake that I was drinking. There's a water bottle, batteries, obviously. And one thing is a hairbrush. And okay. that's there because when we were told that some of our videos were going to start being used, I <laughs> decided that I couldn't look like the world's biggest piece of garbage. And so I mm. brushed my, because it's video, so you can like brush your hair on the screen so I know what I look like. And so then I just have sure. been leaving my hairbrush here. And I'm also kind of a fidgeter, so I've clearly gotten in the habit of I just will hold my hairbrush. Like, you know, a fucking psychopath. And <laughs> so this, this gas guy comes, and I don't know when I got it, I don't know how I got it, but after he leaves, I look down, and the hairbrush is in my hand. You've been walking around with a hairbrush? You've been following this man? Yeah. Like you, like you go, sir, you, your hair doesn't look nice. If I could, what a psycho. So he's just looking behind and seeing you chasing him with a hairbrush? And, and not explaining it. Just the whole time he's been there, I'm just holding a hairbrush. And to the best of my understanding, I made the phone call from my workstation area so i must have picked it up while i was on the phone and i go to jen and i was like hey did you know i've been holding the hairbrush this whole time she's like yeah you like were brushing your hair a couple of times and i'm like oh no so i'm oh my god <laughs> I just you didn't... crazy person <laughs> so there's no how many times what's the over under how many times do you think he thought he was on a hidden episode of queer eye Dude, how many times do you think you were he was about person. to be on an episode of Forensic Files? <laughs> There's the moment that guy saw his hair, saw my hairbrush. He had to have thought to himself, eh, "There ain't no gas leak here, like that." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Right now, that guy has is telling everybody his job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. One time, Steve, you remember when you walked in on those those two people fucking? And Jeff, you remember the hoarder house? Not even close. I got a first ballot creep Hall of Famer. This gangly, <laughs> bearded fucking lunatic followed me around brushing his hair, agreeing with my assessments. If that's not <laughs> upsetting, I don't know what is. So, yeah, that's apparently how I, I handled our gas leak. I've, the hairbrush is now, it's been moved. I can't risk it. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. We have more. We have more people coming to deal with this mold situation. I can't just be the hairbrush guy, you know. I think you can, but I think you need to turn it up a little bit. I think as you're brushing your hair and they look at you weirdly, you have to ask them, "Am I pretty? <laughs> Do you think I'm pretty?" Just brush my hair and go. Oh, it's soft. It's so soft. <laughs> It's so soft. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. Oh, that. You know I have a problem with kids singing songs. 
oh, yeah. in movie trailers. Come, baby, come, baby. baby yes, come, could you even come. imagine that creepy? <laughs> oh, my God. You have to give me loving and you have to give me some. Hey, speaking of songs, we need to. I need to clear something up right here. You remember when we talked about Luke Combs, who has the same tour name as our show, Middle of Somewhere? Yeah. And I was upset, yes. and I accused him of being basketball. Uh, basketball. Uh, he's basketball. Uh, that's when we that's when we take a bass out the lake, we clump it up, and we throw it at someone, and they hit it with a paddle. That's called basketball right there. Scooper derp. So you remember when we called him baseball cap and bicep country? I, I remember. Yep. So Justin and I went and listened to his stuff, and I don't love all of it, but I got to tell you, Chad, this dude has a song called, and I, it's, it's, I think it's called Beer Never Broke My Heart or Ice Cold Beer Never Broke My Heart, and this okay. thing fucking rips. This is, this is a pounder, Chad, and, I, and no, Justin and too. I... Justin loves it. Hey, Bill. You and it. I have different views on good music. Not, no, not entirely. We both like, we, we have an intersection. We both love 80s. We both love kind of the, the southern influence indie, you know, Jamestown revival type, like in that frame. We both like that stuff. Yeah, but then you come and you, and you tell me, ice cold beer never broke my heart. Rips, you just said. This That's song fucking rips chad i'm telling I can't you imagine that's true let me throw another opinion out there if <laughs> hey bales just sent a message that said it fucking rips <laughs> it does and you know if justin Shut and i up, are on the justin. same page i hate to i hate to push you down the slide but you're outnumbered it fucking rips uh the here's a here's a hot take for you here's a hot country music take what have i done to this show here's a hot country music take if Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus would have been okay. sung by Hank Williams Sr., it's one of the greatest country songs in the history of music. The lyrics are, it's got all foofed up with his mullet. And like, first of all, it's one of the great honky tonk songs. It's just, you know, everyone in America listened to it by, while roller skating. It never had, it's like too legit. You, you, know, you get that famous as a song, you got no shot. But if you took that out and you've got old Hank Williams Sr. like, well, don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. It's a fucking, that song also rips. Justin's not going to agree with that. Why don't we, why don't we move past this part of the show? I don't want to move past it. I want you to do your old Hank Williams Sr. frail voice. I would like you to cover every song I've ever heard. Sure. I would love to do that. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. You have to <laughs> yeah. give me loving and you have to give me some. Let's. That's actually heard at every retirement home across America over a hundred times a day. <laughs> so we, we have a little surprise here today. Yeah, we do. We have a little surprise. Uh, we are going to bring on our close confidant and the career league leader in appearances on this show, your opener, yep. our friend, one Rantaclaus, Rand Barnaclow, because I 
learned some stuff that I have to talk to him about. So if you're okay with it, I would love to bring Mr. Ran into the conversation. Ranical binoculars. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is in a baseball cap because of how we've talked about his stocking caps in the past. He took it off and now he should put it back <laughs> on. Oh my gosh, I didn't know the top of your head looked like that. Ladies and gentlemen, hi, Ran. Uh, very rude of you. I'll have you know to talk about the top of my head, but I'm growing my hair really long. So the top of it looks like spider webs in the sunlight. <laughs> it's so thin. It's so thin. It's bad. It's so. Are you really going to be the balding long hair guy? Because I love that. Yeah. I think that's the right choice. Yeah, because I sure. think I think at a certain point you got to just lean into looking shitty. One hundred percent. Tell me about it. Yeah. I mean, that's no, that's no one is going to disagree. Kid, you don't look shitty. That's the of this podcast. Chad is going to. Chad is I, going no, to stop. I don't want to do. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to. I am this. going let to. Me, let me feel the way I feel. <laughs> Okay. I'm allowed to have feelings. We can't feelings even tell. We can't even tell sake. who he's. We can't even tell he's pushing back on. I was supporting you. I was saying you're gonna balloon I up know. and I'm gonna disappear into oh. the wind, and that's what we. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be like when the Thank when you. Thanos snapped and everybody went into dust. That's sad. Yeah. Ch Absolutely. Chad's gonna need a medicine chair in about ten years. <laughs> Chad already ordered a medicine chair. Still waiting on the right fucking adapter. Uh. You just recorded your first stand-up special. We're so happy for you. Yes. So, so incredibly happy mm -hmm. for you. And you did, it, you did it at a place we love. We love the Heliums. Yeah. They're giving specials to a lot of people we really love, like Cronin. And they're even doing some big ones like Alonzo Bowden. It's really, really, really cool what they're doing. Uh, I have heard from several people that you fucking murdered. And the special is going to be great. But we brought you here because I have a couple of questions. Okay. Thank you to those people that lied to my friend. That's awful nice. <laughs> well, I'd never, I haven't heard any, any of that. I haven't heard anything good or bad, but it would not surprise me if you, uh, if you did very well. It was there. fun. I whipped a bottle cap at a dude's chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I did. did. Yeah. You, as hard as I could. You weren't the only person on the show, <laughs> were you, Ran? No. Uh, there was a host. Well, I think you were the only person on the no. show. If we're getting were, technical, were two, if we're getting technical, there were two people on the show. There was a host, okay. a very uh, kid named Chris. He rules. I like Chris a lot. And then, um, and then, did you go after him? Were you? I was middle. So you were next. Yeah. So you were next. You recorded your special in the middle. Okay. Yeah. So there were two people on the show, another entity, and then you went in the middle of the person and the entity. Right. Yeah. Well, some guy went up and told everybody what we were doing and he did a couple jokes. And then I, I had told them I wanted to only record a half hour. I, I, I'm nobody to record an hour being nobody. doesn't make any sense to me. So I said, I smart decision. Uh, Don't overstretch. Just give them the goods, baby. Plus, give them plus the yeah. goods. people's attention spans. Anyways. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do a half hour. And they put me in the middle and they were like, we want to give you a good week. That'll be sold out. Um, so you're going to middle then and record yours. We're going to kill two birds with one stone. The headliner wants to record their special as well. And that headliner's name is Randy Feltface. <laughs> and Randy Feltface right. because is his face made of That's felt. right, because he's a puppet, Chad. 
<laughs> He's a puppet. So so Ran Fuckface no. and Randy I Feltface. Was Ran Leather. No. I was Ran and flesh face, I'll have you know. Flesh face. Ran oh, flesh, flesh face. Yeah. I beg your and pardon. I, and I said it to literally everyone, at, at, at the staff at Helium, and it got a laugh about 12% of the time. So it didn't do good there, <laughs> and it didn't do good here. No, it does great here. Don't, do not, do not, do not uh, misunderstand. It does great mm -hmm. here. You, so you are opening and here's the thing when i first saw your video that you put up you i didn't know this is a very famous puppet dude so famous this, this is a vi randy feltface is a is a puppet who is a stand-up comedian and he is very very famous from australia yeah he's an australian puppet and ran i have so please. many things about this please. I love. First of all, please the call fact me Mr. That Fleshface. Mr. Fleshface. I just actually changed my hat to my Foo Fighters hat, but I'm it's an honorary Fleshface <laughs> yeah. hat. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that somebody w recorded the same night of a, as a puppet, I love it. I love it so much. I love the like because we've all opened for people who are way more important than us and that goes they one of people. two ways. They were people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It but goes you open one of two for people that are more impressive, more famous than you. I opened for that. He was a really easy green room hang. He just was in a suitcase the whole fucking time. Well, that's pretty good. So, is there a person that uh, that helps that helps him talk? Yeah. Or because I've opened for um, a jalapeno on a stick. I've opened for that for real person. Oh yeah. yeah. Chad's told that story on the show before. It's uh, the greatest story of all time. Chad, give a give a one sentence summary of that story for the people. <laughs> Get out of the green room. Was eating shit, so I took my sock off and made my own puppet. <laughs> oh, for real, dude? Yeah, yes. I'll tell you that story sometime. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so I like to think. I know there's a guy. That's what I love. I love that there's a because this isn't Dunham. This puppet is out there by itself. So there's a guy hiding on stage somewhere, right? Yeah, he's got a whole setup. He's got a whole rig. He's got. Uh, he, I asked him a lot of questions about the puppet. The the of guy course. that does felt face is actually really cool. The dude rules. He's like just this forty year old Australian dude. He's a road dog. He has no address. He's just going around. Oh wow! Being felt face. Yeah, there's a lot of respectable things about the 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 man himself. Felt face's dad. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's his dad, but he the creator. Uh, let, I'll, I'll call him. Let's call him the creator. But here, here's yeah. the thing, right? If you see a comedian take out a puppet or a guitar or something like that, your immediate thought isn't this guy's fucking a genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always on the other side. But there are, of course, we're always like, what the there fuck are, is wrong with this guy? Yeah, who, there are exceptions to the rule. You? There are exceptions, yeah, right. <laughs> exceptions to the rule. Henry Phillips, huge exception to oh, that rule. He rules, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's that's that's the first question. You're like, what what local daytime show, like kids show, did this guy attend where he got molested? That's yeah. your first. Yeah, that is absolutely immediately. Weird. Immediately, you're like, so, something traumatic happened to you. But he's not one of those guys, though. He's not like a big like theater guy he doesn't walk in and he's not like me 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 he's not like doing shit like that he's just sure. in the but green it, room hanging out drinking a tea 
talking shit. I mean, he's like a normal dude. I, I don't know. Well, to be fair, yeah. drinking a tea is the British and Australian version of going me, 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 me. It is. Yeah, okay. It's like a throat coat situation yeah. where, and so, so it really does, you know, this, this, you wonder if the person at one point when they were young, someone said, show us on, show us on the doll where he touched you. Yeah. And then the guy has to put his hand up the doll's ass and then <laughs> He's like, just, just goes, uh, he didn't touch me anywhere. I, everything was I, just helping me with my math. I know how to keep a secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're spending too much time on the guy because I like to think of, of the puppet as a sentient being that's on its own because... I have so many questions. Here's the thing. You yeah. murdered. People told me you murdered. And then I saw that video. And when the puppet says, keep it going for... Or how about Rand Barnacle? Like, you know, when, when Chad goes up and he goes, hey, keep it going for Rand, everybody. The yeah. puppet did that. But the puppet looked literally shell-shocked. He looked, the puppet was like, his voice cracked. He's like, keep it going. The puppet, I like the idea that the puppet was standing near a curtain watching you smash a special before its big opportunity and then had to walk out on stage to all of its fans who loved you. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the puppet always looks shell-shocked because its eyes are fixed. Doesn't have any eyelids or eyebrows. Yeah, it just always looks always looks surprised but concerned at the same time. Damn, where I, do we where do we stand on the the specifics of the puppet? Because we'll we'll put a picture up. It is a it is literally a blue or a, a purple piece of felt with eyeballs and a Hawaiian shirt, right? Yeah. It is the least intricate puppet I well, think I've seen. Well, he wore I've a little seen. suit for a special. Oh, oh so that, that is so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah. Hold on. Really I, all right. <laughs> I, I want to write a letter to the guy that thought of that, because that's, that's one of the funniest really, fucking things yeah. ever. You're dressing the puppet yeah. up for his special. <laughs> <laughs> he wore a, he, oh my God. He wore a kid's uh, confirmation suit. He told me where he bought it. He like went and bought it that day. Oh hell yes. yeah! So the so puppet good. master is the funniest person in the history of the world. He's really funny. He's like a good. He's a funny dude. I he can't just goes really... overseas and buys like you know army <laughs> uniforms and shit. And he does yeah. for the troops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was really fun. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. That's a great move. Yeah, his, he was wearing a little powder blue suit, and I was like, come. I watched him dress him up in the green room, and I was like, come on, dude. This is too funny. That's great. Yeah. Did Randy Feltface kill? Yeah, he did great. Of course, he did great. Uh, his sure. it was his audience. They were like, okay, like if I let me the Feltface fans hats off to them. They're great. The Felties. We we yeah, like the, to be referred to as the Felties. The, the Felties. Sorry, the Felties were great. They are. They are though. They're different shades of people you see at like a Renaissance festival. <laughs> You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Huzzah! Is that is that rude? It's just like, if you're into that, fine. I love that shit. If you want to eat big turkey legs and wear leather corsets that make you look somehow fatter, then go for it. But, 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 but I don't know. Like, if I had a joke about Zelda, I would have got a standing ovation. They would have probably carried me out of there. You know what I mean? 
It was Malige, we're going to see the felt face. Yeah. yeah, it was great though. They were they were fun. There was a lot of people with ponytails. I don't know. It, they were a good crowd. They were, and then there That's was a great. lot of just like Philadelphia, uh, like Delco dudes that just wanted to go see the damn comedy show. And yeah, that Philadelphia was motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, and those guys, those guys, after the show were fist bumping me and be like, "That was freaking crazy." He- Get that dude with a bottle cap. <laughs> you yeah, know, those man. are your people. <laughs> yeah, those are my people. Yeah, yeah, those are the. Those, that's my fan base for people that are like, man, you're fucking wild. <laughs> I love it when um, when a comic attracts cool. the craziest person. Steve Gillespie's the king of that. We would oh, go all yeah. over. Dude, yeah. we would go all over the country, and it wouldn't matter. You'd have you could have a room of 350 people. Everybody'd file out. The one person who's got like a fucking lemur on their shoulder and yeah. half a mustache walks up to Steve <laughs> and is explaining to him his favorite smells of all time. Yeah, he's got a tear in his eye. <laughs> it's like how Burt Kreischer has like soldiers walk up to him with their hat in his hand and they're like, you got me through the war. It's like, yeah, Steve Gillespie has people that are like, I actually live in the creek. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, where are you from? Yeah. The, we needed this win, Rand. This is a big, you crushing your special, it was a big win. Chad and I obviously are, are huge, huge Rand heads. We're huge, we're huge flesh faces, and we needed this win because, do you want to tell people how you decided to start your Montreal audition? Oh, yeah. No. Well, first of all, I'm proud of that JFL set. I, am I mean, I am too, but it's very funny. So so just to let everybody know. This Mon- is called the lead. Montreal Comedy Festival is one of the biggest comedy festivals in the world, obviously held in Montreal, where the industry uh, flies up and they try to find new talent to sign and, you know, give development deals and all of this stuff. And so you have to audition at, at a certain point in your career to get there the first time for a show called New Faces. And that is what Ran was auditioning for. And so how did you start? Um, well, they had me close they had me close out the whole thing. And the way JFL the way the people from Montreal wanted it is they wanted to watch the show in its entirety. They wanted they didn't want us all edited out. So they wanted the show in its entirety. And they I don't know what it is, man. They sent they sent us this list of rules that's like, don't do that. And I just, I just, and it's not me being a fucking prima donna or thinking I'm an artist, but it is. I don't like going within those. If you want me to be clean, I'll be clean. But like, if you're telling me not to talk about like current thing or address the sure. audience, I'm, I'm just like, no, I'm gonna do stand up. So, I, I wasn't like. All, ever, all my friends, I got to watch all my friends do stand up, and the crowd was great. I mean, it's at Go Bananas, and it's full, so the crowd's going nice. to be awesome. Yeah. And so we, so then when I went up, I every all of my friends were just having fun, and I wanted to have fun, but I think my brand of having fun is a little <laughs> like I don't know. It can be pr- kind of wild sometimes. Kind I like of to call it a times ten. Yeah. I like to call it a times ten. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling the energy. So I just went up and I, and I've, I've uh, auditioned for JFL. This is like now the fourth time and okay. they're just going to say no to me again. And I know that I'm not a f- new face. I'm a flesh face. I'm 38 years old. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to just go up there and try to have the best set for a fun room. And I don't know why, but as soon as I opened, 
I walked out and I said, yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're doing JFL. I'm not going to get it again. Fuck Canada. And it got a huge laugh. And then I just kept talking shit about Canada for like 45 more seconds. I just kept, I, I don't know why I did it. And I was under the gun. I got, I got fired up and I was like, I think people like it better when I'm kind of against the thing I'm doing anyway. Cause it's like the serious recording. I did that recording for serious and they're like, Hey, the cleaner stuff gets played on the comedy national channel. The dirty stuff might get picked up by raw dog. So I went up and tried to do my entire set for raw dog. And I explained that to the audience. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to sell all of mine to raw dog, which is the dirty channel. So will somebody come up here and fuck my mouth? And that's how my set started. And I don't think I sold one track, but I tell everybody I was on serious. <laughs> Who cares? It's, it's all fun. Shouldn't it be fun? I agree. You and I have a very similar... When I auditioned for JFL, I was doing Canada jokes like, uh, you know, people say, Canadians say A a lot, and it's normally just in the Summer Olympics. Hey, look, we won A medal. <laughs> and then I would just shit on Canada for a while. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but uh, I remember one time I was doing this contest at Knuckleheads at the Mall of America, and one of the other people had... Maybe I've told this story, but one of the other people had brought the entire audience. Yeah. And they just absolutely destroyed. And so I thought, I'm not going to give these people my jokes because I was just being a bitch. And I went up there and I spun around on a stool. I sat on the stool and I just spun in circles for seven minutes. <laughs> and then I stepped up to the mic and I go, I just won a thousand dollars and left because third because third place got a thousand dollars. And so I was like, at that point, $1,000 was the most I'd ever made yeah. in a week doing yeah. comedy. So I was like, fuck, this is, no matter what happens, this is awesome. Yeah. So I think you and I are similar in in that case. But it is also fun, too, because, you know, it, it's fun to go to, to JFL. It's fun to go to that festival. Sure. But it's also great to, you know, kind of keep, keep in your belief system and, and yeah. what you think should be funny. And then also th the people that were at that show are still telling this story to their friends. I'm sure they'll be like, and then fucking ran went up there and made fun of K he's never going to get to Canada. Yeah. They probably yeah. have his face at the border. Well, you know, no yeah. one's, sorts of, they do. No one's ever, I shouldn't say ever, but no one we respect and think is good has ever made JFL by changing what they do to fit. Cause they just want fuck. They just want people who are, like the fun like it's they want superstar that's the weird thing about jfl they like i've been told that they want people who they think are going to be the next whatever whatever on tv and stand up sure. and all this stuff yeah. and you never you're never going to be that if you look at a list of rules yeah and then yeah i mean no that's kidding. the way you and i are similar is if you give me a bunch of rules I'm going out on stage with a fucking wig and talking in an accent for <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah. minutes on a five minute set. I, I only want to kill in the room. I don't care about the larger. I want those people who were sitting there because there's a little air of if it's there, there was an air of seriousness all night for the JFL thing. And the audience like sure. wanted you to do your jokes the best. And I, I think it, is goes even harder if you're like counter against that they're like oh this is bad we, we're seeing a thing i don't know <laughs> it does make people feel naughty yeah there there was a time so when i went up there for new faces that people were pacing around 
yeah. and really take look, looking at their notes. And Chris Fairbanks and I were like, "What the fuck's going on? Should we have? Should we go get a drink and have fun? This sucks." Yeah. And so that's kind of how we did it. And when I auditioned for JFL another time, they put me in the check drop spot in a club in New York. Yeah. And so no one was listening the whole time. So I just did my jokes and then whatever got off stage. Yeah. And I go, well, that sucked. And then the guy came up to me and he goes, you know, we've heard rumors about you. So we put you in the check drop spot on purpose to see if you would spaz out on the crowd and you didn't. And that's all we wanted to make sure of. So you're in the festival. And uh -huh. I was like, well, this is also like a mean fucking thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that was rude. Yeah, just to, and, and then I and then I went up there and yelled at the crowd for three shows anyway. <laughs> I want yeah. to right now tell a number of my stories about auditioning, but I, I think it's more important that I cede my time and my selfish desire to ask you, Chad, if you think this is an appropriate moment to tell a story that I don't think has ever been on this show. Do you want to tell people about how you got your first Comedy Central set? and the people who were in the front oh. row and <laughs> what you walked on stage. Because it reminds me of the same thing. Somebody walks on stage and says this, they're never going on TV ever. Oh yeah, so this is fun. I actually, speaking of Henry Phillips, right? We brought him up earlier. I went to see him at the Improv one night when I was in Los Angeles and I wasn't even on the show, but then at the time, the, the managing person at the, at the Improv, her name's Aaron. And she came up to me and she goes, hey, people are dropping off this show because you have to be really clean because we have a traveling high school. They're traveling all around the United States on this bus and they've rented out the showroom for the first show. So you have to be clean and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you want a spot, it's yours. And I go, oh, I'd love it. But then the kids were being such assholes yeah. that these two girls wouldn't shut up and they were heckling. And then finally I just go, hey, how old are you two? And they go, we're 15. And I was like, oh my God, to be 15 again. Your pussies probably still get wet just from kissing. Oh, oh my and, God. <laughs> and every, comedians oh in the back God. were dying. Everyone else was shell-shocked. Oh my the, God. The uh, chaperone yelled up to me, like, you can't say that. I go, I'm going to say whatever I want. What, how about you start talking and telling your students to shut the fuck up? Yeah. So now I lose my mind again. Yeah. And so it just so happens, it just so happens that Aaron is like one of the heads of the talent group that was um, producing live at Gotham on Comedy Central because I'd been turned down for Premium Blend four or five times, something like that. And then Aaron called the people at Comedy Central and just said, Chad's not sending a tape, but he's doing an episode of of Live at Gotham. And I was like, that's what got me there? Oh, that and she rules. goes, I just love that you said it. I was so sick of them too. It was, it was fantastic. That fucking rules. That You're a lunatic, but that rules. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, one of, the, one of those accidental things that you, you, know, you think is gonna get you removed from the improv permanently and it ends up getting you something completely opposite. That's a, dude, that's how I got my helium thing. Not by talking about uh, high schoolers <laughs> pussies, but I, I, uh, I, I didn't know who, who the owner was and he was standing, I was doing the upstairs at Helium and in Indy, the, the 40 person room, the little room. And, uh, yep. I didn't know who the owner was. There was just a guy in a stand up shirt or standing up in a button up shirt. And I just was like, will you sit the fuck down, you coward? And I was just talking <laughs> so much shit to the guy. And it was doing well in the room. And then afterwards, he was like, I am I own all the heliums. And I was like, I am so fucking sorry, man. And he was like, no, it's all good. And that's how I got my thing. That's how I like 
got to do my thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because I, I don't know how else you would get to do anything. I love it. That's uh, so funny. Ran, we got to get out of here. Okay. But I don't want to just talk stand-up. This has been a stand-up heavy episode. Okay. Uh, but before we get out of here, is there anything else going on in your life? Anything anything you want to tell us non-stand-up wise? What's the big Ran news of the day? Well, I moved. Yeah. I moved to a new apartment. New. We can see yeah, it. That's right. I don't Looks a lot better. In, you don't, don't live look, in a yeah. garage. Yeah. Yes, this is nice. You have you have drywall. It's not just all cinder block. That's lathe, nice. baby. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, that is that is something you can't anchor your TV into. I found out. So um, uh, the uh, so when I moved in, I was like I, I was like walking around the neighborhood, getting my bearings, finding the coffee shop, finding my routes, and uh, I noticed that there is an inordinate amount of stray cats in my neighborhood. I mean, it's 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 an insane. It's fucked up. It feels like you're in a different country. You know what I mean? And so, um, like Bratislava, I don't know where that is, but that sounds like it would be a country or a sausage. But either way, I'm walking through the neighborhood and I guess a cat, this, this like tan cat got smoked by one of the many cars that I don't know what the speed limit is on my street, but just by guessing, by looking, it's 91 miles an hour. So some cat got smoked so hard in the road that it got thrown onto the pedestrian sidewalk. And I, I would always just walk I would cross the street because it was it was a horror scene. It was a domesticated animal with its <laughs> mouth in the last moments of its life frozen on its face. And I was like, I don't need to see that every day. So That's I, I, I walked sad. it. I walk, it's so sad. I, I mean, what was its name? You know, it had a name. So so I'm like probably something with a mister. That's it's always fucking yeah. Cats, it's never like Jeff. It's always like Mr. Snooze, Snooze Bell. You know, it's like you can't come on. Yeah, so I don't want to see Mr. Snooze Bell's face every day. Uh, in a I don't know why I went with Snooze. Isn't Snooze Chew? I don't know. Yeah. I'm unraveling over here. Well, you could now fit this thing in your lip because it, uh, it, it I thought it'll be a matter of time before a garbage man just kind of wings it into the back of a truck or. Somebody from the city comes around. Oh, there's a cat right now. He's on the he's on death watch. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, it would be a matter of time. Somebody could just come pick it up. I'm not going to pick it up. I don't have a shovel or gloves. So I uh, I just take a different route. But every day I would check in. I would pull into my driveway. I'd kind of give it a look. And it got that big bloat and other <laughs> birds were eating at it. And oh, then it's just now it's just, yeah, Jeepers is right. And thanks for not cussing. And and now there's just the oils of the animal's body is now stained the sidewalk. And now it has visible bones. And I was like, this is getting fucking crazy. I'm just going to go buy. After, if, if that cat's still there, when I get back from Philadelphia, I'm going to go buy a shovel and I'm going to work it into the woods. And so because there's woods behind my house. But then we have dogs. And I was like, I'm just going to get it off the sidewalk. Well, dude. When I got back, to my surprise, it wasn't cleaned up. But the problem was kind of fixed because somebody put it in a FedEx to-go box. And so <laughs> now, now there is just a FedEx box with a, a like 
somebody crinkled it in there because it's like two legs and a bone no and no half an ear it's like somebody just stuffed it in a fedex box and was like fix that and threw it right on top of its oily stain and so now it's just a fedex box in the middle of the sidewalk which makes people look at it like well, what did somebody throw away and it's just cat it's just a cat in there it looks That's like somebody incredible. tried to ship a cat and it died in transit is what it looks like. <laughs> this is uh, Well, I think I I think I can speak for Sai here when I say thank gosh you didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Jeepers, thank gosh. I yes, know. correct. I I clutched my pearls. It also it I I don't it's very sad cuz I love animals and I I think if that story made you sad, that is very acceptable and we understand that. But I also want to take a moment to point out that this might be the darkest version ever of no you replace the toilet paper yeah yeah dude. <laughs> where somebody didn't feed the cat well then you get it and then he's like well i got rid of it you're like you just put it on the driveway yeah. and then finally he's like fine i'll fucking do something about it and he goes and buys a fedex box it's just the just two <laughs> horrible people it's yeah it's 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 horrifying now they're I'm looking at it. It's like the box that uh, got delivered to Brad Pitt in Seven. That's what it's like. It's just watching the It's what's in the box. I can see it from my window. I'm making eye contact with the box. <laughs> it's going to rain today, so that's going to be great. It's going to be Yikes. box and cat. Yikes. Yeah. And I can tell you what yeah. happens when it rains, and I don't want to give specifics because I'm still in the middle of stuff here. But that causes fucking mold. Ran yeah. from yeah. allegedly felt faces to Montreal auditions to well, cats in FedEx boxes. We love Mr. it. When, Bell. We love it when you drop in there. Old. Yeah. Did we even? Here's the thing. We gotta go. But did we focus at all on the fact that you guys were on the same show and your name is Ran and his name is Randy? That's yep. absurd. They couldn't they have put Cronin on there. Up. It couldn't yeah. have been Mike Cronin and Randy Feltface. It had to be Ran and Randy. I love it. I don't know. I was into it. I was fine with the felt heads. The felties. Sorry. Felties. Thank you. I love it. I love you. Thank you very much, Ran. I love you as well. Thank you. Chadwick, we, the felties. The felties sounds like a yearly award they give to the best pedophile. <laughs> yeah. And now, for his, for his walk by fingering of a minor, the felty goes to Jerry Sadusky. <laughs> and this year's felty for standing too close to a teenager's table at a mall goes to. Cy Edmondson. <laughs> no, come on. Oh, come on. We... <laughs> we don't have to do that. Woo! All right. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say one thing before we wrap up, and this is in seriousness. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. You gotta give me love, or you gotta give me some. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.